What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hello, 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 everybody. Good morning. I hope that you're ready to have a productive day in the Lord. Amen. This is Prophetess Judy, founder of Prophetess Judy International Ministries, which is currently uh, hosting this Revive Me Consecration. Okay, so I want to go ahead and get into this. We are on week two, uh, adultery. We are on day four, which is dealing with mammon. And I really hope that everyone I said all the time is listening to the audio because even though we're on week two, day four, it seems like that I, just a wealth of knowledge and and, and powerful um, revelations from the Lord has just been just triggered down. So I myself, um, I'm gonna start um, going back and listening to some of the pre uh, some of the pre-recorded audios myself during the day, especially on my lunch break. I hope everyone is doing good with their fasting and finding strength in God. Amen. And if not, definitely may I encourage you not to give up, but to continue to, continue to push. Because remember, it is written in the book of Ecclesiastes that the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but to the one who endures. Amen. So we're going to get into this. Today we're talking about mammon. Mammon, that is right, M-A-M-M-O-N. So adultery and mammon. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read to you all what mammon is, and then we're going to let the Holy Spirit have his way, amen? So I definitely, as I always say, you all know the drill by now. If not, then, hey, let's just go over the drill. If you have not listened to the audio, um, the audio prayer, definitely take time to listen to it. And if you want to, if you prefer to listen to the words first than the audio prayer, then definitely do so. But also make sure that you find time in to definitely go before the Lord on your own. Amen. Amen. So, let's talk about mammon, M-A-M-N-O-N. What is mammon? Mammon is wealth regarded as an evil influence or false objective of worship and devotion. Okay, I'm going to say this again. It is wealth regarded as an evil influence or false object of worship and devotion. Two, it can be in regards to money. Okay, it can be, um, it can have an objective to money, but also keep in mind that mammon is not just money. See, money represents mammon the most because in the end, it is money that is the material power of this world. It is also money that enables you to live, move, and and and. Do as you please in this world. But, however, we must begin to understand and comprehend our minds to understand that mammon is more than money. Mammon is anything in which we put our trust in instead of God. Mammon is really it's anything of this world, the tangible things of this world, that, apart from God, that it has to offer. So if we take a look at Matthew chapter 6 and read that passage, we can see that there is a line that Jesus Christ drew between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of mammon. If you serve and live in 
you are to serve and live in and seek it first, either one or the other. So before I continue, you have to ask yourself before we go any further, are you serving, living, and continuously seeking the kingdom of God or the kingdom of mammon? And we already know that the kingdom of mammon comes from the enemy. It is where people, they do... um, Whatever they feel that is necessary, these are people who trust more in things. We find our identity. People find their identity in things. People find their um, they put their trust in money. Some people trust more in their jobs instead of trusting in God. Some people trust more in and they find their identity in name brand clothes and 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 spend how much money they spend on certain items. They find they don't feel that they are successful or blessed unless they have brand new items. But we have to begin to transform our mind and transform everything about us to really understand and really digest what it is that we're trusting in. We should be seeking first the kingdom of God daily, to lead and guide us daily. We should always be serve, looking to serve God. And by serving God, a lot of times it means by serving others. Okay? So just to kind of just touch on that. And that's why you see a lot of these celebrities that we idolize, that we worship from the world aspect all the way down to the church aspect, from actors to singers to movie stars, even some other type of successful people. A lot of people have really sold their soul to the devil, okay, just for mammon, for money, for uh, for fame, for recognition. Remember, when Jesus Christ approached Jesus, I'm sorry, when Satan approached Jesus, what did he tell him? He said, if you but bow and worship me, I would give you the kingdoms of this world. That, that's real. And sometimes we've got to be very mindful that we don't fall and subdue into the trap of the enemy, that we don't fall and subdue into the fruit that the enemy dangles before our eyes. Remember, just like he did even the beginning. True Eve did, oh, thank you, Jesus. I feel the shift. I feel the spirit. I feel the spirit of knowledge and understanding about to minister and speak. Amen. Oh, Lord of God. Thank you, Jesus. In the beginning, see, Eve didn't desire money, but she desired knowledge and wisdom. That's what the word of God says. She desired, oh, and I don't have my Bible in front of me. She desired knowledge. She desired knowledge. I'm going to pause button this for a moment. Um, I normally don't do this, but I really, um, this is really upon my heart to read this to you all. So I'm actually going to find this. Um, give me just one moment, because I want to read this verbatim so you all can really understand what the Spirit of the Lord um, is really speaking. And again, I'm not, I don't plan to be before you long by the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, here it is right here. And I, this, is, this has caught my eye when I read this before. Um, take down your notes. If you have your notes, by now you should know to come to the audios with your pen and papers, amen. Um, so Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and, listen to this, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took from and ate and also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Okay, let's read this in New Living Translation. The woman was conceived, convinced, I'm sorry, the woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of it, some of the fruit, and ate. Then she gave some of it to her husband who was with her, and he ate too. 
We have to be mindful that we see a lot of times we confuse mammon um, with money. But how, see, some people do whatever it is for the wisdom, for knowledge. Anytime you have to disobey God to get what you desire, then you're not in the will of God. We discussed this in week one in perversion. The will of God will keep you in perfect aspect. That's why we have to begin to take a look at our forefathers. We've got to begin to understand what Ad, um, Abraham, the perfect forefather, the problem with Abraham at first is he went and listened to Sarah because his trust did not remain in God when God made him a promise. But however, when the time of fruition came, he trusted God to fulfill it, and he was willing to give the promise back to God just to be obedient with God. We have to stay in sync and in harmony with God, amen? You should not desire anything so much that you're willing to sin and get it. You're willing to fall into the traps and the wiles of the enemy. Now I can understand why Jesus said to pray, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. The enemy is forever trying to tempt us. He will tempt us with our emotions. He will tempt us with our desires. He will tempt us with the promises of God. He will tempt you with the word of God. He will transform that thing and he will manipulate that thing to get you to disobey God because the enemy cannot curse you. But once you walk into disobedience, you have opened up your door for curses because of your disobedience. Let's continue. It is also it is also written, okay, that man cannot serve two masters for he will either hate one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Listen, we cannot serve God in mammon. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, what you shall drink, or what yet alone what you shall wear, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than remnant? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or where shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. The world has allowed, there's a point when God, I have learned during this timing, and I want to share something with you all, that when God supplies our needs, it doesn't have to be name brand. We don't have to have 50 million pair of shoes. If you have that, that's fine, but don't be attached to it. Would you be willing to give up your shoes and your clothes, whatever you have, to someone else who don't have? A lot of people are so attached to their stuff because they have linked their identity to the things that they possess instead of the God of the world, the great I am. So if we're not careful, we'll fall into the, the we'll fall into the trap. As in Romans chapter one, we will begin to worship the creation instead of the Creator. It reminds me of the of the story of the of the man of the rich man who had many 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 items. But when God when he 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 kept all the commandments and he was boasting of the fact that he kept the commandments since the youth. But one thing he did not understand was his identity because when Jesus told him go and sell all your things to follow me, he was very heartbroken because he had very very good and very um very wealthy items and very costly items in the word of God that he turned and walked away. Is your possessions causing you to miss God? There was a message that I preached before, or I think I was planning on preaching it, but I'm going to give you just a, a snippet of the title. Do not let your possession have you miss God. Do not let your desire for wealth have you miss God. What if God tells you to forsake it all and follow me? to pick up your cross and carry it. These are key indicators. What is what are you finding your identity in? As a woman, so many women feel like they have no life unless they have a man. 
That's what permiscuous. There's one thing to be promiscuous, and it is one thing to have a thirst. It is another thing for desperation. Desperation, if you're not careful, you'll begin to worship men, and that's why so many women stick around with men. And what do women say? I had everything. What am I going to do now? He was my everything. No, Jesus Christ is your everything. Thank you, Lord. Some men, they put their all into women or into their realms, the, the type of car they drive, into what they call their manhood. Listen, that manhood has to be broken under the power of God. Vanity. Vanity in women and there's vanity in men. Men's pride has to be broken. It has to be broken down to where he can humble himself as a child. He has to understand what it means to become a part of Christ. He has to understand how to submit. When a man submits to God, then God leads him, and then a woman submits to the God in the man, and then that man leads her, and then Jesus Christ covers both of them. So what is the Spirit of the Lord speaking? Jesus Christ is the Word of God, and the man submits to the Word of God, and the Word is what leads in God's him. That's why it is Within that your word is a lamp unto my feet. And as a man follows the word, and then God follows, God leads him because the word, the, uh, the, the covering of the word is God. So the covering of the word is God, and the word is Jesus Christ. And then since the man is submitting to, to the word, he's submitting to Jesus Christ. And then Jesus Christ leads him, and then the woman submits to the man, not because of um, manipulation, but because she has, she's humble. She understands that when she finds her husband, she submits to the God in him, and she trusts the God in him, not the nature of him, my God, Jesus. And because she trusts in the God in him, which is the word that he follows, then the word leads in God's both of them, and they both become one. And now the word is what they are joined and married to, and now they become the bride of Christ, the bride of the word, my God. You never submit to the nature of a person. The problem with women and the problem with men and women and the problem with women and men, how the enemy has deceived us is he has caused us to be deceived. You have said us to be deceived, to put our trust in the nature of a person instead of the nature of God. Ah, hallelujah, because he would never leave or forsake you. He would never, um, he's always there. The word of God says that Jesus Christ, he said, he, I know someone that sits by closer than a brother. That's why the word of God said, blessed is he who trusts in man. What is God said? I'm sorry, it says, cursed is he who trusts in man. Blessed is he who trusts in God. The spirit of the Lord is speaking. What is God? Blessed is he who trusts in the nature of God, who trusts in the word of God, who trusts in the mind of God. Cursed is he who trusts in the word of man, who trusts in the nature of man and who trust in the mind of man. The word of God, I believe in Matthew, it said that Jesus, he knew their thoughts and he did not trust in the nature of people. Oh God, this fast is going to break us and deliver us. My God, Jesus. My God, Lord, I pray, Lord, that just one person's getting free along with myself. Lord, I pray and I thank you, Lord God, for your knowledge. I thank you for your wisdom, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for showing us the kingdom and the hidden mysteries of your word. The word of God says that he would give them the hidden mysteries of his word. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you that you've chosen us for such a time as this to be set free under the power of the word, Lord God. And I thank you in advance for the deliverance, Lord God. I thank you in advance for the freedom, Lord Heavenly Father, that's coming from this consecration. I thank you for life transformation, Lord God. I thank you for our minds being renewed, the hearts being broken, Lord God. I thank you for the heart of flesh that you're going to give us, Lord God, and I thank you for the contrite spirit that you're going to place within us. Hallelujah. Oh, God, hallelujah. Hey, God, Jesus. Oh, God, I got to finish this message, but I feel like a worship. Jesus, my God, Lord. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah, God.
Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. The Greek word for mammon in the Bible is mammoth, which means treasure or riches. If it, or riches, I want you to hear, understand, I'm saying riches as in R-I-C-H-E-S. You can find this in the Strong's Concordance, in Strong's, and the number is three, it's 3126, which is in the Greek, 3126. If you don't have a Strong's Concordance, I definitely advise you to get one from Barnes & Nobles. If not, you can enter and you can um, look up Strong's online, but definitely get you a Strong's Concordance if you have one. It is identified as wealth. Personified riches, money, possessions, or property. It is a term that also means the treasure a person trusts in, which is transliterated as a mammon. Now I understand why Jesus Christ said that where your heart, where your treasures are, that's where your heart will be as well. Again. Matthew six twenty eight. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money, or God and mammon. God, people they serve money. They would do. You have you have people who are married that are a slave to money, so they work so much that now they they forgot what it means to be a father or a mother of the home because they are busy serving money. Money, yes, money is a tool that God blessed us with to, to help us maneuver and live in life. It's a reality. We cannot make it without money. You can't do ministry without money. You can't live. You can't pay rent without money. You cannot eat without money. You cannot. You have to have money to make it. That's why he's given us gifts and talents to make money. But the problem comes in when we serve money. Or now you're, you're basing your identity. I hear you, Holy Ghost. The world wants to ask you what's your net worth. But God said, what good is it for your, here it is, your, 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 your network to be found in money instead of your network to be found in God. My God, Lord, hallelujah, I'm going to say this again. What good is it for you to have a network full of money that when you die has no value to your soul, has no value to your eternal life? It just gave you a, a dollar sign for people while you are alive, but then in the spiritual you are bankrupt. Hallelujah. It is wise to have a, a, a network in your spirit, in your afterlife, so that way if you are content or even if you're poor in the natural, when you die, you have eternity with Christ. You have a network. So the question of the hour is, how is your bank account looking in the spirit? How is your account looking in the spirit of God? Never should you serve money. Always understand that you should be free to give money. Here it is. Not just give money to people. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord wants us to understand on tonight. Because before you can even understand what it means to give to people, you got to understand what it means to give to your contracts that you've made. So what are contracts? What are you saying, Prophetess Judy? Well, let's run this like this. When you sign on your lease to pay a rent, that's a contract. That means you got to do what? Give people your money. When you sign a contract for your cell phone, for your car payment, that is what a contract. When you when you come into an agreement with the light bill or your utility companies, that's what a contract Whatever it is that you have to pay, you have to be willing to give to them. The problem is we keep basing giving on giving to people, and there's nothing wrong with giving to people. But first, be a good steward of overpaying your contracts on time. Before you go get your hair done, before you go out to eat, before you get a new pair of shoes, before you do any of these things, get your contracts together. Be faithful in giving toward who you are supposed to give to. Then God will make you a ruler over many. 
Hi, the word of God said, how can you, if you're faithful over little, we want more money for more stuff, but we can't even use a little bit of money that God has given us to pay our bills on time. I declare and decree that 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 um that we become good stewards of our money. I declare and decree that that selfishness and pride be broken off of us. That the servants for money and the adultery in our heart, the idol of men that's in our heart, be broken in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree that the Holy Spirit convict us by the Spirit of Truth. Anytime we get ready to do anything other than giving our money first to the requirements and the obligations that we have first, Lord. If that means we cannot buy a new pair of shoes, if we can't buy a new outfit or buy a new pair of safety items or put bid in the car, Lord, let that be. But, Lord, let us begin to understand to be grateful for what you have given us. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. To be grateful also means to pay your bills on time. It's not just good anymore to say with mouth service, oh, God, I hear you, Lord. In Isaiah 55, Isaiah 58, he said that they draw not to me with their mouth, but their heart is far from, is far from me. So God is tired of the lips. Service. Yes, we can be glad. We can have a spirit of gratitude with the lip service, but God wants your gratitude to also follow in action. That way, when you give him lip service, it's coming from a place of purity, and it has action to follow. So it's not just good to say, oh, God, I thank you for this. I thank you for that. Be a good steward over it. Pay your bills on time. Keep your car clean. Keep your home clean. Do good by your body. Hey, God, I hear you, Holy Spirit. He's shifting this thing. My God, Lord, I understand now why he's trying to get us into the habit of fasting and of praying. You be a good steward over your body because God wants to break these bad habits out for us from eating all the wrong things that's, that's not going to be, that's detrimental, I'm sorry, to our bodies. They're detrimental to our bodies. So we begin to tell God thank you by being a good steward and honoring the temple which he's given us and evidently the temple which he wants to dwell in. We honor God. And our spiritual life and our spiritual walk by praying and fasting and making it a lifestyle. That's why this fast is very important because by the end of this consecration, if you allow God to be God, you will understand you will have a life of fasting. You will be fasting monthly, if not weekly. You will understand you will develop a lifestyle of getting up and praying daily in the a.m. hour and and you will begin to understand the end, the ending of the p.m. hours. We will stop saying we're sleepy, but here it is. You will begin to depend and understand what it means for God to be your strength. And I'm telling you what I know because I can only pour out to you by the strength of God. This is none of my own accord. Here it is. I want to pause button this. Listen, I work a full-time job. I work a full-time job, and I have to be to work at 825. So I get up and every morning at 5 or 6 o'clock, and then I come to cosmetology school from 5 to 10. In the midst of that, I am a single mother. In the midst of that, I still have my theology school. In the midst of that, I am still running this race and pouring out and sending you all audios because I had a trust in God to be my strength, and now if you all have been paying attention, now they're coming to your inbox every morning, and they're not coming a day behind. I'm understanding I'm submitting my, my taste buds to God, and I said, God, you give me strength to do this fast. God wants us to stop depending in us. Oh, God, you can be your man, and I hear you, Holy Spirit, my God, Lord. I hear the Holy Spirit just said, I want to break you with you, because sometimes you can be your man. Some of you may not be dependent in money. You may be, uh, you may not be dependent in people, but God said, you depend in yourself more than me, says the Spirit of the living God. Do you hear what God is speaking? I hear the Spirit of the Lord speaking in this hour. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking. Here it is. You trust more in your thoughts. 
thought than the thought of God. That's why it is written that my thoughts are not your thoughts. You trust more in your ways more than God. And the word of God says that my ways is higher than your ways. You lean more to your own understanding and you forget to acknowledge God in all your ways. Hallelujah. You even trust more in your strength. And God said, I'm going to break you of you so you can arise in me, so you can understand what it means to depend in me. And then you will be able to experience me in a realm that you have never experienced before. Ah, my God. God. God is about to take this experience that he that we desire with him out of stuff. We've been a lot of people have been boasting about God is good because we got a house, we got a car, we got a spouse. That thing is that's that's good. Don't get me wrong. Well, we we got a we got a new job, but God said this thing that I'm about to do, you about to boast in me and my realm. You God in my kingdom. You're about to boast in me and who I am in the spirit, says the living God. Oh yeah, I The Lord said he's about to break you of you. He's about to break down your flesh so no flesh can be alive. And he is going to be alive fully in you. Who, God? My God, Lord. He who has an ear, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking. My God. My God, Lord. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Who, God? Yes, Lord. The Lord wants me to conclude this because some of somebody, some of us, some people, you need to repent for putting yourself as an idol. The, the, you built an altar in your heart unknowingly for mammon. Well, God, it went there because that thing has been in you for years. It just keeps changing form. Let me help you understand something. Here is a nugget to help you all become aware of the spirit. Remember, the spirits are the same. They just transform the faces and their appearance. So mammon is still going to be mammon. Adultery is still going to be adultery. It's just changing its face. That's why God is dealing with us about these things. So mammon, adultery can be the root, but you got mammon. Okay, and now the, the mammon could change its face, and it could come from money. It could come to people. It could come to things. It could come to self. It could all, all this. So I pray and I hope by the Spirit that this audio has been a blessing to you all. And I just got to give God honor daily because the Lord told it to me. He told it to me a few days ago. I believe it was last week. It toward the end of the week one perversion. He said that I am going to speak so profoundly, and I'm going to give you the magnitude of the meat to give it to you within 30 minutes to where the people will begin to digest it because he showed me in the spirit that those hour 45 minutes to the hour-long audios, some people were having a hard time understanding it or not understanding it or listening to it finding time to listen to it, and the enemy was trying to use it as a realm to get them to miss what God wants to speak with them. But glory to God, and I thank you all who were pushing by the Holy Spirit and who were pushing no matter what, and I pray that these 30-minute segments are a blessing to you all, because you can digest this in, in 30 minutes on your lunch. You can digest this in, in 30 minutes on your drive home. 30 minutes, you can dive in and take you a bath and listen to these audios, but I pray that you have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking, and I pray this audio has been a blessing to you all, because it is definitely a blessing to me. Again, this is Prophetess Judy, founder of Revive Me uh, International. Oh, I keep saying Revive Me. It's founder of Prophetess Judy International Ministries, which is hosting Revive Me Consecration. I pray that these are blessings to you, and I pray that the word that the Lord spoke of today has spoken to your spirit, to where it could bring repentance and it could bring transformation. And to this, until tomorrow. May you all have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye-bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.